Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a car. Hey, 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 hey. Hanging at the Dollar General today, huh? <laughs> well, now you get to do a little shopping when we're done the show, right, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing a little bit of hooky, maybe, from uh, Disney today. Uh, they had some wacky schedule for the weekend, and, and all of a sudden I developed a, a nasty little bit of a cold. You know, you know how those things happen. I'm sure you do. Yes, so. well, you well, you got to be protect your other cast members. So if you're not feeling too good, you should stay away for a day or two. Yeah, right? oh, oh, that's what it was. You're yeah. doing the yeah. proper thing. Yeah, and from what I've seen, they extended the stupid friggin' mask mandate for me on my buses anyway. So, yay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the only place. It's still around here too. All yeah. the public transportation, wear it. But uh, I can go into my local Cinder Bar with five hundred people and not wear a mask, and you're okay. It makes no sense to me, John, whatsoever. Yeah. Is there something that automotive exhaust like makes it a stronger? <laughs> disease is that what it is is there something i don't know you you got a better chance of catching it with uh seven people on my bus you know on that 10 minute drive to port orleans than you do of uh standing with a, a gajillion people inside the, you know uh, uh the canada film or uh, uh any of the other stuff at epco okay whatever well, I, I don't understand i got one even better for you what about the elevators in the new hotels, like over there in Grand, the Grand, what the, what, what's the one you're staying in, John? The, uh, the newest Riviera. Hotel, Riviera. What about the the elevators in there and at the Contemporary and over at the Grand Floridian? I'm sure Disney's modern them where you can only have like you and your family in the elevators. There's not multiple people getting these elevators, are there, John? now there i'm sure there is when that man when we came back from the pandemic no there was like a guy standing there so. no i'm yeah, actually yeah. the reason i brought that up i'm watching uh the videos behind me are on the hotels they're going from hotel to hotel live stream and and i'm watching people just roam in and out of the elevators and up and down stairs and in lobbies and nobody has a mask on but john you get on your bus boy you're gonna get covid if you don't have it on <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I had a guy a couple of weeks ago I pulled in, and there was nobody on my bus, and uh, he was a trainer. Um, so, you know, he trains the other new bus drivers, and I pulled in there, and I didn't have my mask on, and he goes, you better not let a, you better not let a lead or a, a coordinator catch you with that. And I said, dude, write me up. <laughs> Seriously, if it's that important to you, get your little paperwork and write me up. And he went, well, I'm not going to write you up. I'm just letting you know. I, I couldn't give it. There's nobody on my bus, dude. Yes. Who am I going to infect? Who? Who? Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Reality check here, buddy. I mean, good Lord. Well, according to the DOT, oh, shut up. I hate when people quote uh, DOT regulations to me. It drives me nuts. Okay. So. And I'd say, according to me, you're a tool. you should have said it it, according to j-o-h-n regulations you're a tool (laughs) (laughs) t-o-o-l yes i mean it's like i get it if if you're worried about it you wear it and that's it i mean because all by all the guidelines are if you're wearing yours you're safe right I don't know. I mean, I, exactly. But, you just made my point. Nobody knows because the rules change constantly. I feel, and with nobody else on the bus, who, if I've got it, I've already got it. Who am I, gonna, I, I don't no, get it. I mean, no, if no. I don't have it, I'm not going to get it from not having it. What? What? Okay. Okay, buddy. Yeah. This whole pandemic, in my opinion, with the whole political end of it and the whole nine yards, it it has been more like Lucy with the football than anything else in American history. It's like... We keep falling for the football being moved. Like, I don't know what the rules are. Do you, John? Yeah, Charlie Brown's going to kick it sooner or later. Hopefully. So. Hopefully. Charlie Brown is the COVID corrector. And finally, maybe one day he will kick the football. And we won't have to deal with this crap no more. I hope so. But it's like every day the rules change. But, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, let's all go in the tower. Let's all go into Haunted Mansion right now and, and, and get in there without no mask on. It's awesome. I don't know. Splash Mountain fails to open in the Magic Kingdom for tornado warning, John. The reason I'm bringing that up, how was that? How were you? Everything go okay with the tornado? I met yeah, we had a, yesterday. Yeah, we had uh, some warnings and stuff like that. We had some really severe weather. I mean, basically the weather went on sale. It's half off of what it was a couple of days ago. It was 85, um, I think, what, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And morning when i got up to drive up here it was 41 degrees so <laughs> it's bizarre mm-hmm. uh, we had a couple of really rainy days and then yesterday was a severe line of storms came through and right behind it was this bizarre little cold front so it'll be it's going to get warm again soon but today it's a, a high of 67 which is kind of bizarre for you so well we're in the same boat as you john we went from uh friday was 58 down the shore 60 some here and then it started off warmer in the morning and then by mid afternoon we had 40 mile an hour wind gust uh 22 degrees and i got like an inch two inches of snow on the ground and the wind's been blowing all night it's like 22 to 18 to 22 degrees outside right now it's going up to a high of 39 and then tomorrow it'll be 50 and then wednesday we're going to 68 So Wednesday, you're going to be exactly the same weather I had today. Yes. And that'll feel hot to us, you know? Yeah. But it's been crazy. We had 70s two days last week, and it'll be 70 at the end of next week. It's just, the weather's been absolutely nuts around here. But I'm glad, so nothing, because they were constantly, I got alerts because I have the weather 
on my phone that has here and Disney World. So I was getting tornado alerts on my phone <laughs> about the yeah, Magic yeah, Kingdom and all. I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear anything uh, anything really impacted. So and I think it was mostly just warnings and stuff. I don't think there actually one ever hit the ground, at least not around Disney or my house. So. Yeah, it was warnings, no watches. So that's yeah. Good. But yeah, I was going to text you because I was worried about you driving in, and then I got the message from you that you were a little bit under the weather, so you weren't going in. Yep, yep, man. I decided to play hooky. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I tried to mute the darn thing, but it didn't work. I hit the, <laughs> I hit the wrong button, John. Yeah, we'll be okay. So if there was some strange music there, I hit the wrong button. I'm still learning how to use this machine, so I'm sorry about the sneeze, but uh, I hit the funky button. So if you had some funky music in the background, I apologize. I will see when we cut this together. Doug's but... new format for the show. He's just going to suddenly break out into music every once in a while. No, there's two buttons next to each other. One has music on it, and then the other one's a mute button. And I was trying to reach as... You know when you're ready to sneeze, your eyes are all squinty and you're losing all. <laughs> so I'm trying to see the machine as I'm going to sneeze, and that's what happened. But, all right, no, Doug, since he said that, true or false, you cannot sneeze if you can keep your eyes open. I, I, for some reason, I think I've sneezed with my eyes open, but I'm going to say it's true. You can't sneeze with your eyes open. It is, it is true. I actually, I even tested it one time. I, I took my uh, fingers and held my eyelids open, and I, I never would sneeze. It's like a, a in, impossible, I don't know why. I mean, oh, I guess it's, it's afraid your that your eyeballs are going to blow out of your head. Yeah, I guess I guess it's something to protect your eyes or something, some kind of natural instinct. But, yeah, yeah you will not sneeze if you can keep your eyes open. No, it's, uh, I've sneezed before, uh, doing something else and uh it wasn't it was pretty painful john so <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh you know it, it, yeah i think your eyeballs might pop out so yeah but and speaking of my eyeballs popped out my eyeballs popped out this week watching my sixers play the nets dude did you see that uh, game uh yeah my son was watching it he's going oh 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 your buddy doug's gonna be so <laughs> dude I, I i i i must have said mother father like 75 times during that game i mean yeah, was yeah it wasn't pretty was it, it wasn't now, and the crazy part was is was i was watching uh like listen like the, the whole week was built up so much around here that I said to my wife even before the game, I'm scared about this game. I have a feeling it's going to be one of those where it's a major letdown. And you ever get that gut feeling? And it was yeah. 100% right, dude. They just fell flat, dude. Just they were just they were just so overhyped that it totally they they that wasn't them. I mean, Harden's not going to go one for 13 if you get what I'm saying. And the only one showed up was Joel, and then he quit at halftime. He's like, I can't. I can't carry this no more, man. I, I'm beaten down. So, but yeah, my eyes were popping out, and I was saying mother, father like 100 times that game. Well, 75 to 100. I don't want to lie. I said 75 first. Okay. Uh, did you see Judith's new, brand new beautiful Subaru? Congratulations on your new car, Judith. She got a new no, car. I didn't. She got a fancy new car. Good for her. Yeah, she was posted on Instagram. It was so cute. She went into work this morning. She posted Instagram. Look, look, look. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And she turns it off and the screen says goodbye. And she's like, oh, you know what I love about it? 
I love. That's why I love her because she finds that so beautiful. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Doug would turn it off and go, "If you <laughs> no, I would not." But I thought it was it was her car is really nice. But I thought it was adorable this morning. She was going into work, and she's a wonderful nurse. And thank you, Judith, for your service, especially the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, I thought it was adorable. She's like, "Wait, wait, wait!" It says goodbye. <laughs> I thought it was great. Uh, oh, geez, with all this, with all this stuff going on, John, did you see this one deal? They thought it was a uh, pretty quinkadinky. The Russian Sprite flavor available again at Club Cool at Epcot after technical issues. Everybody is thinking they took it out because of the whole conflict going on, and now it's back. So I wonder if there's going to be a strike outside of Club Cool because of the Russian Sprite, John. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the, uh, almost all the Coca-Cola flavors were created in America anyway. So, you know, I mean, yeah. you know I, I don't know. <laughs> but Russian I just thought spray. it was What's funny. Russian they thought it was a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. <laughs> it just wasn't working. But, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it because what's going on is horrible. But it's just funny how this becomes news. Russian Sprite removed <laughs> from Club Cool, everybody thought. It's like, holy moly, on the list of things going on right now. Uh, did you also hear from the, uh, fireworks the other night that a fire broke out at the Magic Kingdom again from this fireworks show? No, no, but that happens about once, what, every year, 18 months, you hear of, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, actual fireworks going awry and landing somewhere and starting a fire. I think the last one I remember is it landed somewhere on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or something, so. Yeah, this one was, uh, <laughs> pissed off at, uh. Under the sea, so <laughs> went over there today. <laughs> yeah, and that's usually because you know, bra- I lost you, John. Um, you muffled oh. yourself, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, if you don't know, the fireworks are launched back there behind uh, the Seven Doors Mine Train, uh, that Fantasy Land area. Um, there's an area about probably 150 yards behind all of that, where that you can actually drive by it. It's on uh, off of Florida, Floridian way, but um, all that stuff launched there and it's launched towards the magic kingdom. So it, it land or it actually blows up over the top of fantasy land. So that's, yeah. So that's when you have stuff that lands, it's probably going to be over there. Yeah. They were saying with the tornado warnings, the wind was gusting a little higher than usual, but they went on with the parade anyway. And uh, Disney's enchanted fireworks causes enchanted fireworks causes small fire at under the sea under the sea's journey of the Little Mermaid at the Magic Kingdom. So it was I tried to light up journey into imagine uh, journey of the Little Mermaid, but they got it out right away. And it says Orlando's area is still recovering from storms this morning, which prompted tornado watch. So. Apparently, uh, some winds really went through the whole Orlando area, so hopefully everybody's okay. Yeah, I think so. I didn't hear any, any terrible news or anything like that. So. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was uh, I think it's been 20, 22 years ago, uh, we had that line of storms that came through at this time of year in the middle of the night, ended up um, touching down several tornadoes. And I think it ended up killing like 49 people. So, yeah, we get the oddball tornadoes at this time of year, so... Yeah, well, that was, I think, around September 11th. I think that might have been the ones that I ran from, John, 21 yeah, years ago. Because I remember that, dude. I felt like me and my mother-in-law, my father, and my stepmother, and my wife, we all felt like we were in Twister. 
mean, we were leaving that. We we left because God forbid all that went on with the towers and everything. And we were there for ten. You know, we were supposed to be there for uh, eight days, and we cut the vacation a little short. Which Disney was actually good to us. They refunded our a couple days, which which they they should have, but they didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Which was nice of them because we. At that time, you just wanted to be home. You know what I'm saying, John? We just wanted yeah. to get back to family. And and then the, we leave that morning, and all of a sudden, storms are coming. And, John, they're literally 10, 15 miles. They're behind us. Like, every town, the warnings are, like, right behind us. All I remember <laughs> is getting across the Florida line, and I felt like I exited, like, craziness, if you get what. It was, like, scary. We got into Georgia. We were, like, the, the nerves dropped, if you follow me. So yeah, was, you you like won the game. You were playing Nintendo and you won. Yes, I, I crossed the finish line, but it was it was crazy. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, what else do we have here, Johnny? Well, let's bring it up, Doug. Let's uh, talk about it. Okay, the ESPN Club is permanently closing, John. I, I for the love of me, Tommy, me, you, me, you, and Tommy were texting last night about this, and for the love of God, which we've talked about prior to the show. <laughs> I, I don't understand why this this is closing. I, I don't understand for my own reasoning, but in the other reasoning, I just think they want middle-class riffraff out of that area, and they want it all to be highfalutin and high dollar. I guess that's the, I guess that's the point, because you're basically getting rid of, uh, I mean, nothing says blue-collar, middle-class America like professional sports. I mean, we love our professional sports, and I guess they would, they prefer having, uh, so instead of the guy that's going to sit there and for four hours watch a football game, spend $200, you know, maybe 150 on fancy beers and 50 bucks on food or their vice versa, whatever, you know, uh, but for four hours, 200 bucks, they would rather have a fancy family come in and spend four, you know, $200 for a 35 minute tea service. So I guess that's the point, you know, I mean, I guess that's who we are now. We are, uh, uh, Disney is, is bending over backwards to, uh, to be high, high fluting and hoity-toity, as yeah. opposed to us, us hardworking people. Yeah, so. they don't want to keep the husbands and the sports fans happy. They want to keep the lifestyles of the rich and famous is what they want it to be. But no, in that resort area, I think they wanted a more, you know, they wanted a more prestigious place. In my opinion, they wanted, like you were saying, they want they want you to go in there and buy champagne and wines and teas and have dinner and and. They do have a dinner. They have food in there too, and I and I, I like you said. I don't think they want people meandering around. They don't want. I don't think they want the person meandering around for four hours. It just it's an order of fries and drinks three beers to watch his game. Yeah, I guess I, I guess that's that's the point. I don't know. I mean, I I would have never went in there and spent less than freaking probably hundred bucks because I, I'd want some good beers and you know a couple of bur- or a burger and but I, I I yeah fanciness man fanciness. No, well I can honestly see them. Like I said, they don't want they don't want me, you, and Bob going in there and and Tommy each ordering a couple beers and splitting a basket of wings and, and staying for four hours and taking up space. They're looking at, we're all we are is money to them. They, there's no, they don't care about our happiness anymore. And I think they look at it. Well, 
if we can get this many people in and out the door a day compared to people meandering around just buying, how much can we actually charge for pub food? But we could say, this is a rare tea bag, and you could pay $70 for this cup of tea. And and they're hoping that's what they're going to get out of it. <laughs> All of a sudden, Doug sounds like that. <laughs> what was that? I, you muffled, I couldn't hear you. What did you say? I said, all of a sudden, you sounded like the hag from Snow White. (laughs) (laughs) I look like her after this job I've been on the past few months, dude. But uh, what what, what's the uh, the the place is called Broad Ripple Village, and it's called the Cake and Bake Shop. But I'm at I'm at Broad Ripple Village with their menu over here, John, and their menu has I have the savory menu right now. Which they have lemon lemon Caesar salad for sixteen dollars, a blackberry avocado salad for eighteen dollars. John, they have a turkey. Their sandwiches are turkey Gruyere sandwich for eighteen dollars, a French ham and brie sandwich for eighteen dollars, and a caprese sandwich for nineteen dollars. You got a chicken salad croissant, John. What do you think a chicken salad croissant costs, Johnny? It should be about seven ninety five, but I'm gonna go with twenty two forty eight. No, you're close. It's nineteen dollars. <laughs> I can go in my Wawa and order a fresh croissant, ham, egg, and cheese croissant for three bucks. Yeah, <laughs> four bucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where you get a croissant for nineteen dollars. It's freshly breaded goat cheese, sautéed in olive oil until golden warm, served on a bed of mixed greens with our homemade signature lemon vinaigrette with toasted pine nuts and fresh herb for $19. They definitely want to get rid of the sports fans, John. <laughs> yeah, nothing says uh, sports fans like goat cheese. No. And they have, oh my God. They have quiche, a broccoli quiche for $17. Soup of the day is either 19 or 15 bucks. Yeah, I, I, it better be lobster bisque with a real lobster swimming in it for $15 for a bowl of soup, John. You yeah. know, I can get lobster, uh, actually speaking of that, I can get lobster bisque and a bandit over at the France Bakery for about $7. So, yeah. yeah, that better be some killer soup. Yeah. And then they got a dessert menu, John. I, I just don't know. I mean, it's like, I just feel because of the Yacht and Beach Club, it's all the deluxe resort area. They, they they finally the Bob, the Cheapy Chapix and Bob and all those other guys there, DeMarco, we do not need the riffraff of the ESBN club over here. We gotta make it more hoity toity for all Lovey and her friends to party and partake. Next they're gonna want the hats rumbling around the promenade like the boardwalk used to be in Atlantic City, like not in the nineteen twenties and thirties, John. You're going to see the Kentucky Derby hats roaming around the resort. Yeah, they just end up looking like Boardwalk Empire, right? So, yeah. But, I mean, that's what the, the playthrough always reminded me of anyway, is that show, Boardwalk Empire. But I, I don't know. It's, it, it, it kinda, it's still confusing to me, though, because uh, Disney owns ESPN. They own um, – or they, they have a resort called uh, All-Star Sports. They sponsor – they don't sponsor, but they bring down – uh, the Pop Warner football teams, they bring down the cheerleading competitions. They have a huge uh, footprint with to deal with sports. And, and it just how and the fact that you, you got rid of a restaurant that Disney basically owns, I'm sure it goes through, you know, this uh, this 
back reach to that back reach but anyhow it's a it's a disney owned company at some point to go to this basically rent the spot to another another restaurant it, I, I don't understand the the, the market it, it just doesn't make any sense okay now maybe make another uh, prediction here john that might not be popular uh Maybe Disney wants to do away with all that, John. Maybe they feel like they don't want these crowds coming in for Pop Warner and Cheerleader anymore. Maybe they start to push away from that, too. Maybe we no longer have all-star sports. Maybe that hotel gets remodeled into hoity-toity land. <laughs> well, good luck with an all-star. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, John, what would stop them? Uh, I don't Maybe I don't think they want all-stars there anymore. Maybe those resorts turn into something else. Uh, you get what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if they rented them. Sport. I don't know, but where it's going is everything seems to be trending towards, towards they don't want me and John there anymore. That's the way I'm starting to feel. And, dude... I got a message from my friend Robbie. He's a school teacher. And he used to do the class trips down there every single year. He's retired now. He texts me at 529 in the morning. What the hell is Disney doing about all the upcharging and everything else? He sent me an article. And this is going on more and more and more every every single day, John. I'm, I'm getting people on the job site. I've never had this many people ask me what the hell is Disney doing as of right now. He goes... He sends me this. Disney's 5,000 Star Wars hotel and line cutting feeds. Some some fans say the magic is gone from the Washington Post. He sent me this article at and it and, and underneath is is the Disney magic gone? He sent me a question mark. And and this is at 529 a.m. in the morning I'm getting this text. I'm thinking it's one of my guys on the job telling me they're gonna be late. But no, it's my buddy Rob and not Robbie, our friend out in California. Speaking of hoity toity, you see his oh, Vegas trip? Yeah. Holy we'll get into crap. that in a minute. My goodness, fella. We'll get into that in a minute. But I'm getting these messages. My buddy John, who his wife is John my buddy John Ligamar, his wife is so addicted to Disney. It's it's insane. And he sends me articles like every day now. And then my boss's wife, which I tell you, they own DVC at like five different resorts. They're like crazy about it. I stop there to pick checks up or drop them off. The daughter and the mother are going me. What are they doing? They're trying. I'm like, they're getting fed up. And these are like, these are cult leaders. I mean, my boss's kid and his wife are basically on almost board level people as much as they love Disney, if you follow me. And and it's getting to that point. And me and you off the air, it's even worse for us. Am, am I wrong, John? No, no. I mean, me and Lisa are going to get to a point. If, if I didn't work it's to a point where I couldn't afford annual passes and stuff like that. And so, uh, fortunately I still work there because we own DVC. So we're going to be taking vacations there. So, but if they got to a point where I found a better job or a better paying job somewhere else and we didn't have our passes, we'd have to go stay at DVC and then I guess go to universal or SeaWorld. But I, I'll do that. I mean, that's fine. So if that's what they want, that's what they want. So yeah, I, I feel like Disney's kicking us to the curb right now. Yes. <laughs> We, we, we rode you we rode you for the longest time, but you're all good now. So, yeah, you know, you're a good nag, but get out the pasture, buddy. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, in Disney with ESPN, they're even pushing it aside because it wasn't making the, the money it w used to make because there's other outlets. So they've kind of been uh, shrinking their sports department quite a bit, if you follow me. And I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't want to deal with Pop Warner football no more and the cheerleaders because... I, I think they look at it, instead of all them in the parks, 
where we have to give them breaks and discounts. Why wouldn't I just want regular people paying money? Because now with the, and the reason I'm saying this is, is because with all the reservation system and all, those, those Pop Warner kids are not spending the money that the family of four would. Am I wrong? And people tend to not go there because that time of year, when you hear the cheerleaders and the football teams are going to be down there, a lot of people want their vacation booked around that. Because it's kind of like, if you're in the marathon, you want to be there. But if you're not in the marathon, you're not going. But most of the people in the marathon spend buku bucks. It's different. I don't see the Pop Warner families. I know a lot of these families. I know a lot of the cheerleader families. As much as both of them cost our families, they can't afford to spend a lot of money when they're at Disney World. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. I, you know, I was just thinking about that because uh, we watch them there. They come in big charter buses and get dropped off at Epcot. You know, hundreds, thousands of them uh, the other day uh, walked past our our little break area. So, I mean, just the gobs and gobs of people leaving. And then they'll come back and you know, they can wander back to the bus in the afternoon. Now I'm thinking about looking at them. They're not carrying bags. No. They're not wearing uh, goofy hats. They're, you know, they're, some of the girls might have the... the uh, Mickey, Mickey ears bands on. on. Yeah. yeah, Mickey ears. But that'd be about it. I mean, there's not, you know, one out of maybe 30 of them have a bag, but rarely even that. So, yeah, the, you're right. They don't spend, once they're there, they don't spend a lot of money. No, so. and that was my point last night when I was texting you guys back and forth. This point of mine was a little too much to say, but I truly believe this is Disney's first step to slowly pushing the sports out of the parks. Like I wouldn't even be surprised if wide world of sports is gone because I don't know. I don't know anybody really that goes there. If you're going on a week's vacation, it's kind of hard to get the time to visit that. Uh, how often have you been to the wide world of sports and you're a Disney, you're in Florida and work for Disney? I've never been there as an actual uh, guest of anything, but I mean, that's usually a specialized reason. You have to have a reason to go over there. Either they're having the, either they're having the, uh, the marathon type stuff and you go pick up your badge and you're, you know, all that type of stuff, or you're competing in one of these sporting events. Because, exactly. But if they I do mean, away with them, they could use that land and that property to do something else that I think would bring in more revenue than, what they originally what they originally wanted was everybody there at right now i feel like they don't want everybody there anymore so that's my logic on wouldn't that wouldn't that uh, land be worth a lot more valuable if they build a couple more riviera resorts and stuff like that for the hoity-toity yeah probably i mean there for a while it really was they had uh what atlanta breeze spring training yes. there and they had uh tampa bay buccaneers uh for two or three years uh, did their uh, uh, summer camps? Yeah, there. spring training. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- you know, before the season. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, there for a while it was really involved and a lot of sports stuff went on there. But yeah. uh, now it's basically just the, the sports team do something there. And I mean, they had the NBA there what, a couple of years ago to finish out the, yeah. the season because of COVID. And I think that was the last big event that really happened there. So. Yeah, during training camp, my godson was down there. He got his picture taken with my other my godson Donnie. He was about sixteen at the time, seventeen, and we got the picture. He got his picture taken with the Tampa Bay Bucks cheerleaders. His face is still smiling from that one, John. <laughs> permanent permanent grin on the face. Right? Yeah, that was the other. They both had deals with cheerleaders. My godsons, I I gotta give them credit. <laughs> but yeah, good for them. But no, I, that was my point last night. I could see this is the first. I think this is the first stone cast to get rid of 
that atmosphere in the parks. I I truly believe within the next four or five years that there's no longer any All-Stars. I think those resorts are going to be changed to something else to justify what they're charging for them. I don't know. I think I think that would be that would be a hard one to do with because you're gonna uh, still have that that family that saves up forever to go and, and they'll be happy to take their money too. So if they can keep that little area, they can say, "Look, you can stay here for two hundred fifty dollars a night. You know, you don't have to stay at the Grand Floridian for a thousand dollars. You can stay over here. So, yeah, but I, we'll take I, your two fifty. I'm just thinking they. I'm thinking they might do away with the theming. I'm thinking they're gonna change the theming. And make it more. I think those are going to become the original Riverside Caribbean Beach. You understand what I'm saying? Because they're Caribbean Beach, Riverside, Coronado Springs are no longer moderate. I think they're they're deluxe in the price scheme of things, and the other ones are hoity-toity, highfalutin resorts. If you follow me, because I don't know, I don't know many people that could play pay premium price for any of these resorts if you don't own DVC. I, I don't know how you do it if you don't own DVC. I mean, no, I, I, do, I do trips, John, and I, I, I can't believe people can even afford to pay with I I just did a contemporary trip. And I had to take two NyQuil and call my, I had to take a glass of NyQuil and call it a night. I was so exhausted from it. Looking at it, I was, I, I couldn't believe the price I came up with. Yeah, if you're staying at the Polynesian, you don't own DVC, you're spending what, $400 a night, $450? If you're lucky. If you're lucky, John. If you're lucky anymore, it, it it is it's crazy, but yeah, I don't know, and and I constantly keep getting all these questions, but I hate that the ESPN club is going. I I've spent many a good times in there. We were just talking about it because now we're staying at Boardwalk. It's going to be during the football season, and we're thinking, hey, Monday night, man, that would be great. We'll go down uh, to the ESPN club, all three of us. We'll sit there and we'll uh, uh, get some chicken wings and watch the Monday night football game. Nope, ain't going to happen. So. Yeah, it, it just, I, I don't know, but I, I slowly think that's what's happening, John. I think they would, and the reason I'm also saying this about the All-Stars is because of Flamingo Crossing and all the other hotels they're allowing them to build now. I think Disney looks at them as their value, like uh, Wyndham and all them, which Wyndham, wonderful. I love Wyndham. They treated me good. Me and you had one of our best times just hanging out recording the show at the Oasis Bar. It was a great time. Am I wrong? Nice resort. Yeah, it was a good time. But yep. I feel like Disney is using them as their values and and they're reasonably priced, priced resorts. And I think they're going to take advantage. Eventually, I think they're going to, because they did upgrades on these resorts already and they look pretty good as far as the way they changed them inside. They did upgrade with the bigger TVs and everything else like that. I could see them slowly do it, taking away the football field, taking away the, all the tchotchkes all the way around them resorts and just dressing them up and making them more of a moderate-priced resort. That's my opinion. And I think the ESPN club going away is the first step in that direction. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Well, you, you, it really, really feels like we're getting uh, shunted to the side. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, J.J. growing up, you know what it cost if he wanted to do different sports and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I watch you, these shows on TV. You see that one on Netflix that was on. I mean, most of those girls in that cheer is, they don't have the money to barely do it, if you understand. Like, you you can't, you pay for all that cheerleading equipment, like your son's football equipment, pads, shoes, cleats, pay for the, pay for the, uh, the fee to join and, and the travel and all that other stuff. You're sending them down there. If 
just like society, if, if there's, say, a thousand kids, probably only 20% of them can afford to go spend actual money at the parks. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're going just to actually experience the parks. Right, yeah. right. So, so. Yeah. And Disney's like, we don't want that. They're not buying Lightning Lane. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. No. And then, I, speaking of that, I got a lot of feedback this week on that, too, because... Somebody, some of our fans are tweeting out, uh, does anybody know why Space Mountain's closed? It was just randomly closed that day. I said, well, go up to uh, guest services and say you want a demand back on your daily ticket because they put monetized it. Uh, they put monetized this. They put a money value on it. Why, why should I pay $127 for my daily ticket and Space Mountain be closed and I'm not told about it? I, I just think Splash, Splash Mountain, like all this stuff is down. I love that, like, and I, 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 Mother Nature, I feel horrible. I feel sad for it. But if half, if some of the rides are closed down, why don't you get a refund? But they want to charge you more for everything. It, it's just constant. You just constantly feel like you're being beaten up. I just want a burger at ESPN Club and a beer, John. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. No, so now me and you can go over here. We can go to, uh, hold on, let me get my. My thing back. The, the cake, bake shop. We could go back to the cake and bake shop, and me and you can go in and we can have a glass, uh, a nice sparkling glass of what do you want? Sparkling wine, John, or do you want uh, you want uh, the good stuff? No, yeah, give me some champagne. Some champagne, and then me and you could go over and we could get a carrot cake for fifteen dollars, John. Three layers of our spice carrot cake made without nuts or raisins. Filled with a frosts of signature cream cheese frosting topped with silk flowers for $15. So me, I could just see me, you, Tommy, and Bob sharing a carrot cake. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, they got cookie dough cake, coconut passion fruit cake. They're all 16 They got key lime pie for $12. And I know these, I know these are personal cakes. They are not huge. I guarantee they're not monster. I don't think they would be for $15, do you? No, no, individual slices. All cakes are made in-house daily with the highest quality of ingredients and are available with scoop of homemade vanilla ice cream for an additional. What do you think one scoop of ice cream is, John? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with uh, uh, five ninety five. Oh, you're good. Six bucks, John. One scoop yep. of vanilla ice cream. I mean, a family of four, twenty four dollars for vanilla ice cream. I mean, come on, man. But I wouldn't even mind this if they were adding it to there, John. But why are you taking away my uh, ESPN club? You tell me. I mean, we were we were also the same thing that we'd been talking about for years, Doug. I mean, instead of the NBA experience in that huge building. Why didn't they put in a version of uh, okay? Don't call it Dave and Buster's, but a version of Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Video games, uh, sports bar, uh, big screen televisions everywhere, and uh, fifty beers on tap. You know, I mean, you, it would have been so popular. Mm -hmm. 100%. I, I, but in, but instead they went with this this bizarre concept of the NBA experience. And the thing was. The NBA restaurant did not work at Universal. What made Disney think it's going to work here? I mean, I, I don't get it. So. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I would get into it, but I'll get a thousand yells at me for it. I don't know. I don't get it. 
I, I really don't get it. I, 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 I don't. I, 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 in some ways, I think they just wanted to waste money. Because I, I don't know who would want to go play basketball. I mean, it would be cool one time, but how, how is there any, as I say before, rewritability in that? No, there's, there's no, nobody doing that twice. I mean, there was hardly anybody doing it the first time. Much, I mean, it's a niche market to begin with. I mean, first you have to be an NBA fan. Yeah. Then you have to be an NBA fan that fancies yourself as a uh, athletic person, and then, you know, and then you have to have the time on your vacation to spend two to three hours of doing this experience. And then if if you do all that. You're not going to do it again. No. So. And then even if you want to use the other way, like, and I wanted to get into what I was saying is like the trash DeMarco and all them, all the, the higher ups that be these, you know, the white collar geniuses that we, us blue collar people know nothing. Uh, why would anybody even local want to come spend that kind of money to play the, ba- I'll go to my local basketball court, John. I'm not going to spend that one time. Yeah. I want to see it, but to go back, like, Everything I've seen and heard, there's no one to ever do it again. Unless I'm going up against Shaq or, or LeBron once in a while if I show up there. Yeah, that's one thing. But just to show up to do that, was it really that great, John? No. No, I mean, it was at the end, but before COVID hit, uh, cast members could go do it for free. And there was still nobody going there to do it. So, yeah, that's how, how bad it was. So, it, it was one of, it was probably the biggest flop that I remember Disney doing in the last freaking 10 years. Yeah. Uh, well, now they got teas and coffee. What do you think a blend of strong breakfast tea is, John? It should be about two ninety five, but I'm going to go with eight ninety five. Fourteen dollars, John. Holy cow, holy. That better be like a thirty two ounce, John. That's all I'm saying. That better be a pot of tea. Yes. Uh, black tea, Earl Grey, John, fourteen dollars. Black tea, Anicha is fourteen dollars. Green tea, Oriental. It tells you. Yeah, I know green tea is Oriental, but thank you. Fourteen dollars. Fruit infusion is fourteen dollars, and then the peppermint tea is so fourteen dollars. The coffee and espresso, a French press is a is a cup is seven dollars. Cafe they have five. They have americano five. So they have and then they have cappuccino which is eight. These are small cups, if you follow me. So beer, they have one beer, Ho Garden it's called. H-O-E-G-A-R-D-E-N. That's Hogarden, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good German beer. It's, it's, it's pretty decent. And, and I will give them here. And Stella, which I like a good Stella, both six fifty for the beer. So that ain't bad. Hey. Right. Uh, now, are you looking at the prices? Uh, because they don't, probably don't have the Disney prices. No. So this is probably the exactly. Indianapolis prices, right? Yes, so, that, that was the so point I was going to make when this is done. Yeah, you might want to add just 20, 25% to the prices already here. There you go, John. I'm glad you said that. No, I'm not, I, it makes me not always be the idiot. <laughs> I'm saying they're not going to sell a beer for six fifty. dollars yeah. That's impossible. That's not going to happen. So. Yeah, it's nice for me not to be the mother father that everybody's yelling at the podcast <laughs> to. It's you once in a while, John. But no, it's, it's yeah, I was that was the point I was going to make at the end of the day. This is at the Carmel City Center. These are and uh, the other shops. This isn't even on Disney's boardwalk. So I was I was waiting to the end to say, now imagine what we're going to be paying at the park, John. Yep. So 
that's the reason why I think they're doing away with. Because you know, when I, that's how I love you, John. That's why I waited for the beer for last. Because I knew as soon as I told you it was six fifty for a beer, you'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> that ain't happening!" Come on, where's this menu from? You know that beer at Disney's going to be twelve fifty. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's no way you're getting a whole garden for six fifty. So, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Probably twelve fifty or maybe even fourteen. They, yeah. they might be able to get away with fourteen. Yeah. So. Now, if you watch me as I was reading the menu, I skipped from there over the beer because I knew as soon as I gave the beer, I would give away where the food prices are coming from. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, John would know his beer, but yeah, I mean, just imagine now what that's really going to cost you to to go there. So that that that's the reason why they're getting rid of the ESPN Club because again. I know Disney has no soul, so they probably would charge you $35 for a hamburger. But at some point, there's only so much you could charge for a hamburger and fries and pub food. Where when you put a hoity-toity upper crest restaurant like this in there, the sky's the limit for the price, right? Yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess that's the point. I don't know. I don't know. It's just sad. Incredibly disappointing. Yeah, it's, it's very sad. disappointing. It's sad because it used to be my go-to uh, meeting place, too, with people. Not me at the ESPN club. I've met a few people. Yep. You know what I mean? There we to hang out, but watch a game. Uh, it says Splash Mountain fails to open with Magic Kingdom following tornado warnings. Uh, what else do we have here, John? They, they're actually. Do you believe there are actually uh, more stories about Tron? Uh, more Tron stories, John. You hear Presley? He he likes Tron himself. Yeah, yeah, he, he seemed very upset about Tron. Go ahead, go see what's going on, dude. It's my neighbor's dogs, John. They wanted to talk about Disney, too. <laughs> Man, you got everybody upset. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, they're pissed off, too, because they wanted to do some dog treats, and they're not selling them in the parks hardly anymore, either. Uh, what else do we have here? But yeah, Tron has been going on, and there's actually articles and stories about it actually getting close to being tested. John, you heard this, right? Yeah, rumor has it. But has there been any testing there? I haven't seen anything. Uh, I mean, driving through there, I know they did some. I think in the middle of the night or something. But yeah, I haven't actually seen anybody on it or anything. So. New Imagineer video shows testing of Tron's light cycle run coaster at Magic Kingdom. It it did look cool. I've already watched the one from over in China, you know what I'm saying, to know what they're actually going to be kind of doing with it. So, again, I think I'm going to be too old, but I will tell you, those cycles look awesome. They did do a great job with the ride vehicles. Don't they look really cool? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be fun. And uh, But just remembering the the... the light cycles in the actual movie of Tron. I don't know how they're going to make them sudden turns like that, but hey, I guess we'll see, right? No, I'm excited, diving. I mean, my old age, I'm too old. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get my old butt in this thing, John. I mean, I could still walk on stilts, but the stilts don't flip me and flop me like these will. Yeah, you're going to have to ride this once, you're going to have to ride uh, uh, the, uh, the Galaxy, the one. Galaxy once. Yeah, so. yeah hopefully neither one kills me, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you gotta go, I suppose that's the way to go. Yeah, well, that's crazy, but yeah, they've been testing it quite a bit, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, the experience at the Odyssey Pavilion closes as most new projects near completion at Epcot. So, 
That's closed down. I, I was pretty neat when we first seen that last year during Flower and Garden. Yeah, and all the concepts of all the stuff coming. So, but yeah, everything's getting that they had in there that that they actually did <laughs> getting close to being done. So, you know, as much as I want to see Tron Light Cycle Run and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Doug, just please take the cattle cards down down in the front of the Epcot. That's all I want to have happen. I am so sick of them walls. Yeah, uh, I am too, dude. I feel like a, I feel like a cow going through there. Yeah. Yeah, they put up another update too. Disney Boardwalk to be updated with new table service restaurant, bakery enhancement to the help hotel lobby and refresh guest room. So they're also going to be redoing a lot of the rooms too, John. Yeah, it it sounds like that's why we were able to get the boardwalk in September. <laughs> it's going to be under construction. So. Yeah. yeah, the sad part, John, is you're going to walk out to go get your morning coffee, and one of the contractors will say, "Where's your tools at? Go to work." <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, hey, we got to go into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it says updates will include new lobby design. Disney Boardwalk in includes including a coffee bar, refreshed guest rooms. A new table service restaurant and bakery and a new sandwich shop. The Cake Bake Shop by Gwyneth Rogers is a new table service restaurant and bakery expected to open in 2023. Yeah, hopefully it opens faster than Guardians or Tron did. Hope they own the same construction team. Uh, according to Disney, this restaurant will offer both savory and dessert menu along with afternoon tea service and a whimsical atmosphere that complements the magic and the idyllic charm of Disney's boardwalk. So in other words, we're getting rid of the riffraff. We want to get rid of the beer bellies and the beer and the bar food and the pretzels and the, all that. And we want to have the, the little pinkies up and, and everybody drinking tea is what we want. Right, John? That's what it sounds like. Uh, the existing Boardwalk Bakery will become a new sandwich shop, and the ice cream store will remain. So you can still get $37 ice cream. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Inside Disney's Boardwalk Inn, light and airy touches will renovate the lobby, lounge, and guest rooms, carry the seaside breeze right inside. Just off the lobby, a new coffee bar will... With artesian beverages and quick bites will be available to go or in a newly refreshed seating spaces inside or outside. Disney has not yet offered any details on where the additional additions will be located. However, the SBN Club has not been reopened since COVID-19 shutdowns and would seem likely candidate to replace. And we already know this. So, uh, our ESPN Club is going... Boo! <laughs> Let's boo him like Philly fans. Boo! There you go. Boo! Boo! Yeah. Battle damage added to Nova Corp Star Blaster ship at Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, John. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, right? So, I don't know. They get closer and closer, I suppose. Yeah, I wonder if it really got damaged or one of the fans got, one of the one of the people visiting the parks got so pissed off this ain't open yet that they started beating on it. Throw, throw something at it. Yeah, but it does look good. It looks good looking bad, John. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was all bright and beautiful looking and now it's all uh, dinged and damaged up. I mean, but it looks cool. I will give it that. Uh, well, here's something we talk about every year, Doug, but I don't think either one of us have ever been to it. The Swan and Dolphin uh, 
the Juan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic is coming back, of course, this year. Uh, let's see. Returns on Friday, November 11th and Saturday, November 12th. Uh, tickets are on sale at thefoodandclassic.com. So, Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic treats guests to a street party festival with unlimited tastings of culinary selections from the hotel's award-winning restaurants plus bottomless. I like that word. Of wine, beer, and beverage samplings from around the world. It all takes place amidst the backdrop of live entertainment on the hotel's causeway, featuring several themed areas such as a beer garden, carnival corner, and bubble lounge. Uh, the 2022 event will also feature the return of the interactive food and beverage seminars led by the hotel's resort team. With 22 restaurant lounges and a distinguished culinary and beverage team, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin continually earns national recognitions for its food and beverage programs. The hotel features more than 70 certified wine sommeliers and 1,400 wine selections. So, I, I don't know. We talk about it every year. I always want to go to it, but I, we never have. I, well, it's one of those things where the more Disney keeps pricing us out and at, at park prices and everything else. I mean, if you really think about it, what you would spend to go into Epcot and then buy all the food, you could stay a night here and do this probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because me and Lisa, usually if we we're going to spend all day at Epcot, then not and we've already had tickets, but if we're going to spend the entire day there eating the food and wine as we make our way around, we usually spend... Uh, Right around 150 bucks if we're going to do it all day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for that price, plus if we had to actually paid to get into the park, 130, 130. So you're at what? Uh, 280. 400, 420 dollars. Oh yeah, 132 a piece. 260, 150, yeah. 410. Yeah, you're a 410. Yep. And so, you don't have bottomless beer. <laughs> no, not even close. So no, you. I mean, this event. Seems very uh, reasonable now compared to what Disney's been doing with their other pricing. So, and and the food is always we both for many years have said we'd love to try this. So yeah, yeah, because I mean you got Blue Zoo, you got Shula Steakhouse, you got uh, uh, El Molino. So yeah, there's some fantastic restaurants. Well, it's November 11th and 12th. The event time is 5:30 to 9 p.m. each day. So you have. You know, quite a bit of time to graze throughout this, John. Somehow I have a feeling I'd be down there about 5.20, like standing with a, a fork in one hand and a knife in the other. <laughs> and then they would be dragging me out, and rolling me out probably at about 9.10. Well, what do you think the event is, John? How much it costs? I'm trying to remember what it was last time. I'm going to say... Uh, I remember when we first started talking about it, it was like 80 bucks. So <laughs> yeah. we're doing that. I'm going to say 115. Now you're way, you're way short of that. It's a, it's actually a buck 65 per person. Okay. But like we just said, if you're going to Epcot for the day, you're going to spend 130 on a one day ticket. And then by the time you buy all the food and drinks, you're going to be well north of two bills for the day. When you say per person? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is just the ticket. This ain't the rooms, but this is the ticket to join the festival. And uh, it's uh, not staying at a resort. It's $165. But I think if you stay at the resort, you get a discount. Too. Well, they always had packages. Yeah, like, you so. you know, uh, two tickets and a room, you know, for you and your wife or for a certain price. And I think the packages were actually pretty decently priced. Yeah, so you can uh, you can get a nice package here if you... If you 
Go, come think of it. I am a travel agent, so if you want to look into it, give me a shout. But there are deals where you can uh, get it. You, you, they give you a really good deal. And if you're going to go to this and enjoy yourself, I would want to stay tonight. Even if I was a local, I'd try to book a room for one night. Oh, absolutely. With a word bottomless wine and beer, it yes. would be, uh, behoove you. <laughs> yeah. If not, please use the Uber driver if you're real local. You could do that, too. Get dropped off Uber, picked up. If you lived like... Like, if we were in that house that I stayed at, John, I would take an Uber. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so it would be worth it for us. But, like, if we were staying at that house 10, 15 minutes away from Animal you know what I mean? I would take an Uber to and from this event. But if you're yep. where you're living, John, yeah, stay tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because even Disney fans, if you have DVC, go to this. If you own DVC, book a, night, book a couple nights at Yacht and Beach Club or Boardwalk and head over there. John, if you were going at that time, it might be worth it for you to do it with what park tickets are right now. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that I can't even get reservations right now. No. And Bob Chapey, Cheapy Cheapy Chapey is saying the Mary Poppins attraction is still a possibility, John. I would like to see that. So would uh, I. Yeah, but... We'll we'll believe it when we see it. Yeah, well, we have to figure out how he's going to make more money off of it. Oh, well, Lightning Lane. It could be a $37 for Mary Poppins. I'm sure it would. Uh, Disney's CEO, Bob Chapek, has a day, today commented on the future of Mary Poppins' attraction that was planned to become an Epcot United Kingdom. In a response to the question at the shareholder meet, meeting, that Chapek said the project is in a holding pattern currently, but looks forward to refunding the Mary Poppins ride in the future. So it looks like uh, Disney officially announced on July 20th the park reopening in, in addition to pausing the Mary Poppins ride. So it shows it was in 2020 it was canceled, like put on hold, but now they're saying it might re, re come up. So we'll see what happens. Are you uh, are you hearing? Uh, did you just hear that major noise out in my living room, John? Uh, did your dog do something? No, my wife's out there doing uh, spring cleaning like crazy, and the vacuum sounds like it's an industrial vacuum coming through my door. <laughs> yeah, well. I just want to make sure you didn't hear it. It's really crazy over here at the Davis house, but I really want I, – I want. I was looking forward to that Mary Poppins ride because I know how much Brenda would love that. Like, Brenda going from Mary Poppins – or from Ratatouille to Mary Poppins would make her very happy. Yeah, yeah, she'd really love that guy. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I think that fits in absolutely perfect there, dude. Talking about a glove fit. Yeah, I mean, that, that nothing says, well, at least uh, America's interpretation of England is uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> what was that again, John? You totally muffled yourself. I didn't hear what you said. I said uh, Americans' version of England definitely would include Mary Poppins. So, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing says English to uh, Americans like Mary Poppins does, you know? So. No. And I'd be really looking forward to the Dick Van Dyke character dancing throughout the the show. I'd like to see how I would love to see how they the Disney Imagineers create the whole Mary Poppins. You know what I mean with the chimney sweeps and all that. So I think it would be really cool what they would do with that. Don't well, you? they probably somewhere somewhere don't you think they still have the animatronics from uh, the Great Movie Ride? Yeah, they, uh, so that they they still have the Dick Van Dyke one somewhere. Yeah, could you see Bob Iger and Chapek digging through the memory? Uh, we we'll save twenty bucks on this one. Let's get back there and get. It. <laughs> well, well, they've always done that. They've always done this animatronics from one attraction to another. So 
Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all to, to see that dub back out put in there if they actually do it. No, it was uh, – I could just see them doing that. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapey commits co- commits to look into reintroducing the Disneyland and Walt Disney World combined annual pass. Like, well, they would have to add something to this that you would be able to get a reservation. Like, who the hell in their right mind would buy this pass for how expensive it is if you ain't guaranteed to get in the park whenever the hell you want to? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, half of the reason I work at Walt Disney World is so I can go to the park when I want to, and I can't go right now. I was going to go to Epcot uh, the other day and meet up with Evan, but I can't even get into the park. So, uh, yeah, and, uh, you and, know, and that's hard. Incredibly our, disappointing. Yeah, our great friend Evan's down there with some beautiful pictures of him and his kids at the parks. I mean, his kids are getting big, and he's having a ball with them now. So they look like they're having a great time, the chasings down there. It's a shame you couldn't hook up with him. Yeah, he's got a couple more days, so I'll check in with him tomorrow and see what's going on tomorrow. Uh, it says, during the afternoon of 2022 annual pass holders meeting, Disney CEO, CEO Bob Cheapy 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 Chapic committed to investigate the possibility of bringing back the now discontinued Disney Premier Passport. For three thousand extra dollars, you get all the lightning lane you want. You can enter the park. You can literally grab somebody that paid for the park and throw them out yourself to take their reservations. <laughs> and do you know what I did to get here? Yes. So if you pay for this premiere pass and you decide you want to show up, we will physically remove a family of four from the park so you can join. <laughs> I could see that happening. Uh, Chapin's response or, or response to a question from a frequent shareholders meeting attendee and Bob said in the company's goal to eliminate points of friction for guest experience. Introduced in 2010, the Disney Premier Pass came out of, re, of the request to then CEO Bob Iger. During a previous shareholder meeting, the pre, pre-pass gave admission to most gated experience at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, and it was priced at more than $2,000 at the time of its ending. The pass was discontinued alongside the removal of Disneyland's annual pass program in response to COVID-19. Everything's blamed on COVID. I don't understand how COVID really is still a problem with this. It's the reservations, and they like the control of the reservations. With the significant, yeah. yep. With the significant changes Disney has made to its pass program on both coasts, it isn't clear how a type combined pass would work. But it will be interesting to see anything that comes from this in the future. How it's going to work? It's going to be minimum of three grand per person. And like I said, they can call you up the day before and say you've been bumped because of a pre- premier pass. Hoity-toity, headed over to the Boardwalk Bakery. Uh, member am i wrong sounds about right you know i mean uh everything everything gets blamed on covid like you said so that's why we're losing the espn club too is because yeah. once that once they were able to give a little bit of leeway when it came to stuff all of a sudden they get, do exactly what they've always wanted to do yep so. uh construction walls go up as rooms are Emptied at the 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 Big Pine Key in Disney's Grand Floridian Resort for DVC transformation. So, you'll be able to go stay in a DVC room. You might not be able to get in the parks, John, but you can go stay at the Grand Floridian. You'll be able to walk past the Magic Kingdom over to Contemporary if you want. 
Ooh, yeah, I can look at it. Uh, marquee sign installed at Epcot's Connection Cafe and Eatery. I don't like any of the new names of these places, John. <laughs> I'm just saying everything. Yeah, stop Rawr! it. I'm miserable. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm what's his face. I'm uh, I'm angry from the uh, what was that movie? No, uh, Inside Out. Yeah, I'm Inside Out. I'm angry. You're confused and I'm angry, John. Uh, uh, the first of five marquee signs is now installed at the company's Connection Cafe and Eatery at Epcot. Oh, I don't know. Opening opening this spring, Connection Cafe and Eatery replaces the former Electric Umbrella as the main quick service restaurant at Epcot. Did you... Uh, did you ever think the electric umbrella was the main quick service in Epcot? I never did. <laughs> well, it was the only place up front that you, I mean, it was the place that I guess families ate at. You know, if you got kids that are picky, go in there and get your chicken nuggets and your, uh, your maybe your pizza crap. And <laughs> I mean, it was, no, I think the only thing I ever had there was a Heineken and French fries. So. Yeah, I just. I just, it was never my go-to place, but yeah, now it's going to be called the Connection Cafe. So, I, all kidding aside, this won't affect me. I don't like the name. I miss, I don't like losing my mouse ears or mouse gears. And, but the electric umbrella was, I, for, if I had to name everything in Epcot, that would probably be one of the last things I brought up. You know what I mean? Because I never even thought about it. So, that don't really bother me that much. Uh, no, not a whole lot of nostalgia when it comes to the electric umbrella. No, and, and this is weird. Like, even the sites that we read anymore, John, have you noticed they've even gotten more and more critical? They used to be all warm and fuzzy, but half their articles now are about bad things going on at the parks <laughs> that I don't even want to read half of them, John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, again, they're criticizing Disney skips another major opportunity to announce the opening date of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rerun Roller Coaster. Me and John will not ever believe either one of these are opening until they do. Uh, Disney has announced... The, Disney has bypassed another opportunity to announce the opening dates of Guardians of the Galaxy at today's Walt Disney World's annual shareholders meeting. Well, I wonder... Yeah, that's a big deal that they didn't announce the opening there. I mean, don't you think all the Thurston uh, E. Howells want to know when their crap's going <laughs> to open so they can make more money? Yeah, of all the times, you would think that would be the time they'd do it. I'm but. sure Biff was Biff and Thurston were really pissed off that this wasn't announced at their media. Day. I'm sure Chad was very upset. Oh, Chad was pissed, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chad was really pissed. Uh, but anyway... It was thought that the opening date would be announced was being held back for today's presentation by CEO Bob Cheapy Chapik at the shareholders meeting. The world heard about Memorial Day weekend opening from a high-ranking Disney exec executive let a cat out of the bag via social media following the test ride last month. But this has still not been officially announced. Today, Cheapy Chapik mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy is simply opening this summer. So... In addition, Cheapy briefly mentioned Tron's light cycle at the Magic Kingdom, but then not offer any time frame for that opening. All I want is my train back, Chapik. <laughs> Doug don't care about either attraction opening. Just give him his train. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to be too damn old to ride either one or the other two, but I know I can still get on my train. Uh, but I don't know, John. Do you have much more? Do you have anything? No, I, no I, didn't, I didn't. There wasn't a whole lot this week. I mean, basically, it was me and you complaining about freaking ESPN clubs. <laughs> that, was, that just sucks. It's major, dude. It's major. Just like knowing it's error. And it's like, uh, I just feel like they want to get rid of me, period. I don't blame them. I would personally want to get rid of me myself <laughs> if I was in myself. But, uh, uh, I, 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 uh, here, uh, on the other side was uh, uh, Universal announcing their Nintendo uh, park is going to be opening. Uh, they're building it. They went back to construction and everything on it. So, And I really couldn't give a crap about it. <laughs> Nintendo was never, it, it just doesn't have a whole lot of nostalgia for me, but uh, uh, Lisa and her sister, my god, you would think Freaky, <laughs> it's, it's the best thing since sliced bread, so uh, oh. apparently I'll be getting Universal Passes in a couple of years. So. Well, dude, come on. The only thing I'd be excited about is if they could actually do a Mario Kart. Because I love playing Mario Kart. We could throw the shells at other players and stuff like that. So that would be a that would be fun if there was some kind of a go-kart thing where you can make people spin out. No, dude, I hear you. That would be awesome. And I would like the original Mario Brothers. The 100% first Mario they ever came out on Nintendo because... I still remember my mom, I would come home and she'd be cursing at him. She'd play it when I was gone. And she got really good at it to the point where I still beat her, but I had to get my I had to put my work in because every once in a while she'd hit my high score and I'd have to go back in and take it back down. <laughs> that and do you ever remember in television? Yeah. yeah I used yeah. to be I used to be out of turnover asteroids, if you follow me. Uh the the, the remember the game that it came with Astro Blaster? Yeah, yep. I used to turn that over. I'd go over to a million and turn it over, and she got really good at that too. And she would try to take me down. But Mario Brothers, she loved that game. I would come home at least two, three times a week from work or whatever, and she'd be playing it on. And it was cool to watch your mom into that game, you know. So I would love that for her. That was a that was a, a weird time because I remember when I, I had an Atari twenty six hundred, uh, and then and that's probably when I was like ten, and I had that until I was like thirteen, well, probably fourteen, fifteen, and then I decided at some point that uh, video games were for children. I didn't want to play video games anymore, so I I sold that at a yard sale, and then I went over to a buddy's house when I was like seventeen. And they were playing Super Nintendo, and I went, "Wow, gaming has came so far." Yeah. <laughs> so, Hey dude, it shows I never. It shows I never gave it up with my racing chair and my Grand Turismo. I'm a 54 year old junkie, you know. For as far yeah, as this, yeah. so. I mean, it, it definitely has evolved past the point where it was just a, a kid's thing at, at one time. So, so and and this will be near and dear to your heart, dude. One thing Disney did: Disney salutes Women's History Month, honoring women that served in the military. So. God bless them in both ways, John. But yeah, I think that's really cool. And I think it's cool that, you know, we all know that women are the better species over men, right or wrong. I would imagine. They haven't caused nearly the amount of wars that we have. So. No. Well, mine keeps me from causing them every week, John. So God bless her. You're the only reason she's the only reason you're not in jail, Doug. So. What was that? I said she's the only reason you're not in jail. 
Yeah, probably 100%. But now it's uh it's it's Women History Month, so shout out to all the beautiful women that listen to the show and and we honor you. What else do we have, John? That's a pretty much it. I'll let you run it. Where are you headed into Dollar General? Yeah, you got to go do some shopping, making some French onion soup for dinner tonight. So, yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, my wife made a wonderful pasta last night. We're going to be having that again today. Oh, real quick, John. Star Wars, Galactic Star Cruiser, ex- exclusive magic band. How to use it. So you get an exclusive magic band for your five grand for the two of you, John. Yeah, that 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 point five percent of the population that can actually afford to go to the Galactic Star Cruiser. So I, I haven't I haven't yet to run into anybody that's actually stayed there. I, I keep asking, but <laughs> nobody's uh, nobody I, I ran into has stayed. So. I would say the reviews are more nay than yay as far and and the reason that is is the monetary end which is a major thing the only ones that i've seen that have gone over the moon are everybody that disney has given it to for basically free and they get perks from disney if you follow me john and we know who the the certain ones are yeah all the travel agents and podcasters that went the first week and and got the free experience and stuff they thought it was the best thing in the world so Obviously, if you can to go do it for free, it probably is the best thing. But I've but. seen like a lot of because of me being a part of the I, I've seen a lot of travel agents and different people that have seen it that well, aren't like drinking the Disney Kool Aid all the time. Presley don't well. like it, but uh, they had a lot of bit not a lot of great reviews for some of the activities that are more like going to uh, you know. It's like you said with the cruise line, but you know we ain't going there for our cruise director to teach us how to do certain things. You know you're there for a different kind of experience with that. It's supposed to be all modern, if you follow me. Well, you cut it out, dude. It's supposed to be. Yeah, all I, mo- I, you know. I, I saw him leading them in some kind of like dance class or something, yeah. which just seems kind of lame if you're you're spending this type of money to go to a a, a, a disco class. I mean, no, not really. <laughs> so. Yeah, have you ever seen Dancing on Star Wars? I have. Maybe, yeah, the one time. Didn't uh, uh, Billy D. Williams dance with somebody on the, uh, with Princess Leia or something, John? That's about the only dancing I think I've seen in the whole movie. Uh, in any of the movies. Some, uh, maybe some dancing at Jabba's Palace. Uh, yeah. You know, but that's about it. Nah, it, it's, uh, it, it's not, it wasn't worth it from everything I've been reading. So, the dog leaves, he returns. The dog leaves, he returns, John. But I don't know. I'm going to let you head on home, get your shopping done. Everybody be kind to one another, and uh, we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. Don't forget to put your strollers away, John. No, fold your strollers, man. All right. I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye. Good night. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.